Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 1234 Nevins. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, along with Cody Jansen, joining you on today's edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Tuesdays and Fridays on Oilers Now, courtesy of Horse Racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing and breeding industry. Mark Spector joins us. A reminder, live racing at Century Mile, Fridays and Saturday nights, 6.15 post time as well. As well, may we add. Uh, available, you can watch and wager at hbibet.com. Mark Spector is uh, just been sitting in on Dave Tippett's availability. Uh, we just had Ken Holland on the show. He said that the uh, contract is going to be, it may have actually already gone out. No, not quite yet out from the orders. Uh, but looking like a contract for Colton Sevier is about to be officially consummated here. They've agreed to a deal. It's going to be a two-way with a guarantee. So that little business is taken care of. Mark, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Doing good. Nice to hear uh, Colton Sevier comes to town and ends up uh, earning a job here. Full marks, you know, he earned that job. There's no doubt about it. Well, Ken Holland said, I don't like bringing guys in here, playing them in some exhibition games and just cutting them loose. Like, if they're coming in here, they're coming in here for a legit chance to make the team. So, look, you've written a piece about the level of expectations uh, being risen. Uh, you know, uh, the team's been 11th and 12th the last couple of years. I asked Ken opening question, his thoughts, does preseason mean anything? Does it matter? Uh, lots of good things happen in the preseason, Mark. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. 6-1-1 one, one in the preseason. The team went 2-1-1 one, one on the road without McDavid and Dreisaitl. Does that mean anything at all? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, yes and no. We get it. It's preseason hockey, and, and at this point, everyone's 0-0 zero zero again. But, you know, how, why did you get to 6-1-1? You didn't play every game where you had all NHL players and the other team had a bunch of minor leaguers. Sure, there's a couple. But you get the 6-1-1 one, one, because things are clicking, right? Uh, you know, they won a couple games without McDavid and Dryside on the lineup. And that's, you know, the, the theme around this team is trying to figure out how to win games that those two guys don't win for you. So, yeah, it's preseason. I get all that. But, you know, they, they went to Vancouver and played a, almost an NHL version of the Canucks, and they beat them 3-2. Had a 3 nothing lead till late in the game. Uh, so, yes, you know, the power play looks like it's ready to start the season here and start to be a major advantage from game one, not like last year where it didn't really happen until about game nine or ten. So, 
you know, six one one is it's worth nothing this morning because everyone's zero and zero. But I would say to you, Bob, the reasons that you won six games, those things are clicking, those things are working. You're ready to start the season. This Oilers team seems to me to be ready to go here. Ken made an interesting point about the defense. You know, like Spec, you look at this defense: Nurse and Barry, Keith and Cece, Bouchard. Uh, Cuckoo and Russell are going to alternate in that third spot on the left side. Like, by my mm-hmm. count, five of those six guys can really transition the puck, right? Like, CC, and I know he hasn't ever put, put up a 50-point season or anything, but we, Nurse last year led NHL in even-strength goals. Barry led NHL, that's NHL defenseman, in even-strength goals. Barry led NHL defenseman in points. Keith, for 16 straight years, led Chicago uh, in... Uh, in ice time, you we mentioned the other day. I mean, it's just crazy to think that the last guy that led the Chicago Blacks, uh, Blackhawks in time and ice back in 0304 is now 47 years of age. That's Nathan Dempsey. <laughs> that puts things in perspective as to how long Keith's been doing this for. But yes, Keith Keith's won Norris trophies. Cody Ceci was drafted as an offensive defenseman. He could move the puck. And Bouchard probably is the highest ceiling of all of the defensemen. And Ken said, with the rule changes, too, you wonder if you can defend. You have to be better. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Do you? Because I, I, I kind of tend to agree with Ken on this. Like, I think you're going to have to have defense that can transition and get the puck up the ice, and you spend less time in your zone. But, I, I you know, if the league sticks to, you know, how they want to call the games, does that change the complexion and the makeup of what you need in defense today, Mark Spector? Well, you know, I get it. That's This is the conundrum that every team – faces including the orders you need to have a certain type of team to win in the regular season and then we've all seen it when the playoffs come you got to have a little bit of a different type of team and i don't i think it's you know, Connor mcdavid said to me the other day there's no other sport that changes so much month over month right going from april into may as hockey and and i'm i agree with you bob the the amount of puck moving defensemen that this team can ice is is absolutely where the game is today you know, you can say to me, it's, uh, the best way to defend is to not have the puck in your zone. And I'll buy that until May. Okay? I'll buy that until May. In May, it doesn't work that way anymore. Other teams forecheck harder. You are forced to defend no matter how good your team is. Yep. You have to be able to defend and play the game in your own zone. You don't get to just say, I will just get it out and play in the other team's zone. It's not that easy. So I like this Oilers team a lot. I really do. I think they could win the Pacific. Uh, And they also then have to figure out how to, just as the game changes in May, so too will the Oilers game have to change a little bit. May they're going to have to figure out how to do that. Well, that's, I think, some of the exasperation. And, you know, you and me have discussed this over the years, and it's a loser's lament to to whine about officiating. But the fact of the matter is there's such a dramatic change between how games get called in October and November and how they get called in, in April and May. And yeah, how they get called and how they get played. It's both. Everything changes, man. One thing that could help, and it's a wild card out there, but I, I wonder, you know, it's a new product now on ESPN and on TNT, and they're going to compete against each other, right? That's part of the business. And I wonder how assertive they are. Uh, because there have been times that I've almost felt like the league's taken advantage of Rodgers. You know, they got the big deal from Rodgers, the $5.2 billion deal, and Canadians are nice people, and they don't necessarily... Well, now, you, with all due respect to who Rodgers has as panelists, you don't have Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier on your panels in Canada. Mm-hmm. Those guys, oh yeah, when they talk, 
people like and I just wonder whether or not you know they're sitting there saying you got to call like and I and maybe I'm completely out to lunch but if you watch the TNT uh, basketball brought, uh, brought for the the listeners to the show and and we assume Mark the people that listen to a show called Oilers Now or used to listen to Total Sports, yes, the priority is obviously on the Edmonton Oilers, but they're sports fans of other sports. There is no panel like what TNT rolled with in the NBA. And mm-hmm. those guys let her rip come hell or high water. They did not hold back. And I wonder how much of that juice will transition. into. And I wonder whether or not that will put a little bit different pressure on the NHL as a result. What do you think? No, I, I get what you're saying. You know, uh, there's a couple things here, right? There's, you know, we all know that teams that 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 partner broadcasters, and I work for a partner broadcaster. They it takes a lot for them to get critical of their partner, <laughs> you know. And there's listen, you're talking to a journalist here first, a TV guy second sometimes, and I've always had frustration that uh, uh, I'll say it, uh, sports that pays 5.2 billion dollars for rights, but you're not. Really really allowed to say when the product isn't very good because you know that wouldn't be very nice to the team oh my god you know we just paid all that money if the team's bad we should be able to say so so the difference is this bob and you raise it when mark messier if sorry if mark messier right decides to stand up come playoff time and say this isn't right that should be a penalty this league's got to get it together and they got to make you know they got to improve this if wayne gretzky takes a stand, right? Wayne Gretzky is, you know, his voice carries a lot of sway. So if those two guys were to say that the fact Connor McDavid hasn't drawn a penalty in eight playoff games, uh, it's a joke and it has to change. Then, you know what? Gary Bettman's listening, right? Gary, when Mark Spector says it, Gary Bettman's not listening. When Bob Stoffer says it, he's only kind of listening. But when Mass and Gretzky say it, if Bob, if they say it, he'll be listening, and it could make yeah. a difference. And and with all due respect to Bieksa, who's very good, Kevin Bieksa is very good. Very good. They're very not listening good. to him the same way they're listening no. to Gretzky and Mass. And he was fabulous for us last year, and I give him credit because he did call out a lot of stuff. And I, I like the way he did it, and we need more of that in our business, not less. But when it's Shaq and when it's Charles Barkley? Yep, or 99 list, or 11. They're listed, right? They're letting it rip. And yep. they're, like, it's, <laughs> you tell me this, though. Do you, do you know Wayne Gretzky very well? I know him pretty well. You know, we all have a ton of respect for Gretz. Do you see him coming out and, and wagging his finger at the National Hockey League and saying to them, you got to change this, you got to change that? I'm not sure I see it. Well, I don't see it out of the gate because I, I, I know what I've seen in preseason spec. I've called all eight games, and they're calling cross-checking penalties. They called some against They called a couple against I mean, Evan Bouchard in his own zone the other night got you know, ended up getting three penalties. and. Mm-hmm. And the worst offense, he had the puck the one time. They completely hooked him around the leg, knocked him to the ice, stripped him and got an offensive scoring chance, and they didn't give him the call. And Evan was too smart to say anything after the game because I, I'm like, hey, did you feel like you're a marked man on the ice there? But they did call. The, the increase, like, I think we're going to see, and it's an issue for Edmonton because their power play is so damn good, Mark. That's the thing. It's It's... Two of like the last two seasons, fourth in NHL history, two years ago, fourteenth in NHL history last year, and two of the three best power plays in the last thirty years. 
which was perhaps a better barometer. And that's why it's such an issue for Edmonton because it's the Oilers' equalizer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You want to play that way against us? We're going to light you up on the PP because we got, you know, and that's why. And it's so it's not a, you know, the funny thing is we're discussing it now because a game hasn't been played. Okay. But if they if they officiate the way they say they're going to officiate on cross-checking calls, it changes the type of defense you need. And Edmonton has moved to that transition type. Mark, there used to be years where Edmonton only had two guys that can transition the puck. Now they got five. They got five guys that can get the puck up the ice. You know? Yeah, no, that's that's and that's where the game's going, right? We all get that. Like the game is going there. The the I think we're going to look back on that Montreal Canadiens team that went to the final last year and say that that's the last big, burly, tough defensive core that wielded its sticks like crazy. You know, when when you talk about how the game changes from regular season to playoffs. You know, where were the Canadians all season long? They're fourth place team. Where were they in the playoffs? You know, they knocked everybody off along the way and went right to the cup. Uh, I think that we'll look back on that half team and say, you, you won't be able to play that way in the playoffs. I kind of hope we say that. You know, I, I thought that they, they really did bully their way through. I thought I watched Vegas bully their way past Colorado. Uh, I like a tough hockey game, and I like contact, and I don't mind the odd scrap, Bob. Yeah. But they basically targeted the smaller skill players and just pounded the heck out of them in mostly illegal fashion. Not enough penalties get called, and those teams go through. I don't think that's – I think we're on our way away from that, Bob. I really do. Well, you know what i got to tell you? Uh, this makes for entirely boring radio because you and me are thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> On this issue, uh, we have Mark for three more minutes, and he's going to step out for 15 and rejoin us at 105. Just want to get into some of the minutiae of today. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, it, it, it appears as though, and Ken Holland saying you need 15 forwards at least, uh, it appears as though the Sevier thing, well, he said it's done. So there's there's an agreement in principle. So that's going to get done. Zach Cassian back at practice today skating. He does have to, Dave Tippett say, he's got to go see somebody, likely the Oders concussion specialist. That's Dr. Marty Morazic, who's a huge Georgia Bulldogs football fan. He's happy because his team's ranked number one in the States right now. But, uh, you know, just the, the sort of the makeup of the importance of Cassian being back in and then maybe what options are presented by Sevier making the team. Yeah, I, I would, you know, I'd like to see Cassian play in terms of, of this. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to just see the rollout in regular season of how this team's supposed to look. And that third line with Fogel, Ryan, and Cassian is a big game changer here. Right? That's that's an important line for the Oilers this year. Like we watched them lose to Winnipeg, and we we all talked about it depth, right? We just talked about ten minutes ago winning games at twenty nine and ninety seven don't win for you. Uh, being harder to play against, all of those elements, you know, part of the answer to all those questions lies in that third line. So. Uh, listen, if Cassian doesn't play tomorrow, he's going to play soon. He's practiced harder today. He's ready to go. But, uh, you know, the other side of it is, too, we, we, I still come from that, you know, that school of, of Oilers watcher who saw Cassian at his best and wonders if it's ever coming back. And if it's going to, it's going to this year because the coach has said it, the GM has said it, the players said it. This is a big year for Zach Cassian. If he's going to do it, he's going to do it this year. And, and if he's successful, 
And if we see a Zach Cassian that's more reminiscent of a few years back, it uh, could be a pretty effective line with your buddy uh, Derek Ryan when he draws at center ice ball. All right. Uh, hey, Spec, we're going to give you 17 minutes. Make it count. Make it good. We'll rejoin. You can rejoin us at 106, okay? All right. Thanks, partner. 1248 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you along with Cody Jansen. We'll tell you that guests and winners now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. They're open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 until 10 p.m. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night of the town. Every meal's an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. We'll get a comment from Dave Tippett coming up in the Orders Now Audio Vault, and then I'm going to get to some of your texts. And some of your Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply take an issue with me well and some are kind of agreeing with me that's the beauty of what we do here this is orders now all right welcome back everybody bob stopper with you along with cody jansen who's pinch hitting today for brendan escott brendan rejoined us yesterday um this text comes into us from Cal from the Grove. He says on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, he says, Bob, no love for the orders for most NHL analysts, mostly from Toronto or the East Coast. We have a weak defense, bad goaltending, or better than average team, nothing. Uh, and Drysettle just gets his points from Connor. Not in the top 10 of teams, hopefully come in second in super uh, weak division. Wow. No respect for most of these guys. Nurse and Barry wouldn't even be picked in the top 15 defensemen. Well, we're allowed to have differences of opinions. Uh, this text comes in. What, Bob? No Alabama love? No roll tide ramble? Oh, well, they're set up for their second national title in four years where they're not only not undefeated, they try to usurp the title from the only uh, undefeated team in the U.S., the Bearcats. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there we go. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, yes, Alabama lost uh, a tough one to Texas A&M. Uh, it was an awesome football weekend. Let's face it. There's some great games. And uh, Texas A&M, 107,000 fans. Tough place. You know, sometimes there's pressure on younger teams to win in that environment. Comes with the territory. First uh, game against an unranked opponent that Nick Saban had lost in his last 100, dating back to 2007. So uh, Georgia is now ranked number one in the country. Of course, the Edmonton Elks uh, had a tough Friday night game against the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Not a surprise. They're in a very tough situation. They uh, have the Bombers back in town on Friday. Uh, Cody's back at the studio right now. Cody, did you happen to watch the Monday Nighter last night with the Ravens? Yeah, what a performance by Lamar. I was looking back and forth. I'm a big baseball guy, so obviously disappointing to see the Dodgers lose. But what else can Lamar Jackson do to just prove? I mean, he is phenomenal. It was, it was a, I mean, 
entertaining game and uh there were some terrific games i know jack michaels was uh vehemently upset with a, a call that went the way of the chargers in the matchup with the uh cleveland browns on uh on sunday so lots of uh lots of fun stuff to watch over the course of the weekend there you go there's our two minute rapid sports other than uh hockey uh did take on the uh, take in the golden bears game friday night against the saskatchewan huskies and mike babcock's squad uh drilled an injury beleaguered golden bears squad who did finish the preseason eight and two they beat the huskies uh three two on saturday all right uh dave tippett edmonton Oilers head coach well uh he was asked in yesterday basically on his thoughts on what the Oilers could possibly achieve this season as we go into the Oilers now audio vault for direct workwear well we've talked about continuing to build what we've been doing and and get better so our expectations are to improve over last year and and keep moving forward so in that sense yeah we, we our expectations are higher than last year we uh, we want to continue to improve and you know we've like you say we've added some players to our group that i think help us but you can put all the names on the paper you want. You still got to get out on the ice and do it, and you got to do it each and every night. And if you want to become a, you know, like we've been 12th and 11th the last couple of years, now we, we want to be in the top 10. We want to get in that top 10 and keep pushing forward. But you got to play strong, consistent hockey. You got to play well as a team. You got to get a few breaks along the way. Injuries is can be a factor. So there's all those factors that come into play. But our expectation is we want to continue to improve and see where that takes us. Uh, there you have it. Uh, 12.54 in Edmonton to the Oilers now. Injury report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, and the gang at James H. Brown, they're the best. It's just that simple. Um, I actually had somebody ask me the other day whether or not Trent Brown would want to one day uh, run the Edmonton Elks Football Club. I, I don't know if he would desire to do something like that. I will tell you that uh, in terms of Golden Bear football players over the last 40 years. He was amongst the best. The injury updates for you. So uh, Cassian skated today back on the ice and was in a regular practice jersey. So that's of interest. Uh, you heard Ken Holland. Turris is going to be coming back up, and uh, the Oilers Broberg will be going back down, and that was done to capture as much possible LTIR space as they could. The Oilers also placed uh, – so yesterday – uh, Oscar Clefbaum and Alex Stalock went on LTIR for the year. So Clefbaum with the shoulder challenge and Stalock with myocarditis. Josh Archibald is on IR with myocarditis, as is William Ligason. Ligason blocked a shot against the uh, Canucks on Saturday, and he um, uh, was limping uh, off the plane uh, when we landed and got back at Edmonton. So he stays up with the NHL team. Um and we'll wait assignment at some point uh, down the road. The Oilers, seven healthy defensemen right now, Nurse, Barry, Keith, and CeCe, Cuckoo, and Bouchard, and Chris Russell, of course, two healthy goaltenders, Smith and Koskinen. Uh, Sevier, again, we're expecting something to come from the Oilers shortly here on him potentially uh, uh, being officially announced as signing a two-way deal with a guarantee. Of course, Samarukov and Holloway out uh Samarukov, both Samarukov and Dylan Holloway are skating. Uh, Samarukov has a broken jaw, still out another five weeks, and Dylan Holloway out at least a minimum of three more months. 
with shoulder surgery. Again, you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Bob, uh, what about Perlini? What are your thoughts on him uh, with the team? Well, I think it's got to be stated. Brendan Perlini absolutely killed it in the preseason. 14, 17, and 14 goal seasons in the NHL. He can flat out shoot the pill. There's no question. Scored a beauty the other night. Was involved, uh, Jack mentioned, uh, in the forecheck, and then that created a turnover in a play involving Luke Shen. And then they dumped it out of the zone, and Chris Russell made a wonderful little interior pass to Sevier, who opened up a lane, and Perlini just ripped it home. He's an intriguing guy. I know there's people that think that Perlini's going to play his way into the Oilers' top nine. I don't know if that's going to happen. But he could certainly, if there's injuries, uh, move up the lineup. And remember, Hyman is a right shot that's playing on the left side right now. Uh, You know, you could see a scenario where maybe Perlini gets an opportunity uh, in the top nine on the left side uh, down the road for the Edmonton Oilers. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, which one do you rank higher? Uh, player A, Art Ross Hart, Ted Lindsay, 50-goal season, durable, and uh, and 100 points consecutive years, and over 100 points, uh, helped his team to a second round. Player B, Rocket Richard, hurt every year. Which one would you rank higher? Well, I, I, I'm assuming you're talking about uh, Leon Dreisaitl versus uh, Austin Matthews. Was that what we're supposed to interpret there. I think Austin Matthews is a good player, but I have Dreisaitl ahead of... Dreisaitl's accomplishments to this date in his career, as dynamic as Austin Matthews is, uh, Dreisaitl... Austin Matthews has not won an Art Ross. He's not won the Hart Trophy. He's not won the Ted Lindsay, and he hasn't had a 50-goal season, and he hasn't been as durable as Dreisaitl has, and Dreisaitl played a mammoth part in the Oilers' uh, 2017 playoff run. There you go. Tony, you're a liar. That's all I'm going to say. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Tony, you're making me laugh. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and we'll re-engage Mark Spector at 105. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.